Hey, hey girl, girl hey. hey! I'm Chris. And I'm E. And welcome back to Cocktails and Coos. <laughs> we have been out of commission for a little bit of time, but you all know what, what 2020 has been like. So we're going to chop that up in just a minute. But before we get into it... We got some business to take care yes. of. Yes. So this segment is sponsored by, well, wait, possibly you. If you are looking to spread brand awareness through partnership with a hilarious progressive podcast, then you're in luck. Hit us up at contact us at cocktailsandcoos.com. That's contact us at cocktailsandcoos.com. And let's get the relationship rolling. Hey, you won't regret it. And <laughs> Bessie, it's all good. We have not been in the studio I, for a while. I feel while. like I'm on acid. <laughs> <laughs> Where am I? We are in our home away from home. This has Harvey. been <laughs> this has been our little home. Like this studio has been our little home for 2020. Our place to get together and literally because like, we have not been time. anywhere else but home. And life has not even felt right not being here. So being in here today I feels feel like so we're back. like normal. You know. Yep. But I got to tell you what we got going on here today, because, you know, we ain't we're not down with the Rona. So um, and we'll talk about Rona in just a little bit. But um, I had to bring my diffuser <laughs> in today because I'm all about moisture in the air. You but know, isn't that prime that that primes like bacteria, right? No, it's actually it's actually good, um, because the thing is, like when when you're talking about air droplets, uh-huh. um, moisture kind of. um the virus doesn't like moisture. Ah. That's why they say to drink a lot of different teas. And, um, you know, we all know it's airborne through water drop, you know, air droplets. So I diffuse a lot. I have a lot of purifiers in my house. Yeah. So since, since I couldn't bring my whole purifying device, I brought my diffuser today. I've got our nutrient air and our disinfectant like I've disinfected but this studio is so amazing the the owner he's awesome I mean they already do all of this so I feel really blessed that we have a place that's safe and they're concerned about the claim right but but then I'm extra they don't have a business but then I'm extra (laughs) you're super extra I brought a bunch of things but but I have a question okay um, all of these things on the table, I have tried hard to find, <laughs> um, these, I don't care if it's great value, which is Walmart's off brand or the regular, I don't care. I've, these are a hot commodity, these d- disinfecting wipes. Okay. Um, what is this? Where'd you get this spray? This Lysol. This, this Lysol. Where'd you get that? This is Sam's. So okay. what Sam's are you going to? This is like the up in the middle of the night. 2 a.m. when Sam's is stocking their stuff and everybody's asleep, I have like an alarm set and I like wake up in the middle of the night and I look for stuff. But wait a minute. Okay, so here's what my Sam's, okay, because I live in Mm -hmm. the inner city Mm -hmm. in Dallas. Mm -hmm. Sam's at Dallas says, look, (laughs) you can go online, but you can't, these are hot commodities. Mm -hmm. You cannot purchase this online. You're just going to have to wait until nine o'clock like everybody else. Well, here's what happened. Um, I want to say I got this back in like April. So basically, guys, what we're talking about is Lysol. I know Lysol Nutri Air. So there was I was hunting down Lysol Nutri Air like back in like March, and I remember I was shopping online, and I put the 
they had some, right? I put it in my cart. I did the purchase. And then all of a sudden, like the next morning, I got this email saying that the, the order was canceled because they ran out of stock. And right. That's like, happened to me. I was like, oh, heck no. I was so upset. So I, I was on the hunt after that. I mean, every night I was up waiting for them to restock this new chair. And so um, I called my sister. I called my dad. Um, anybody who went, do you have a Sam's? I do. Okay. So anybody who had a Sam's membership, I got you next time. I was like, Everybody get on your, get up, wake up okay, and get this Lysol and put it in your cart because they limit how many you can buy. And there's how many? three come in the set. Ooh, three come in I the set. It's, it's Sam's. So yeah. It comes bulk. In bulk. So three come in the set. And so, um, everybody, you know, got a set. And so what we do like as a family right now, like. You share. It's a game. This this whole find your disinfectant. That's it's us. like a game. That's we will go. To, we will go to towns in the sticks mm-hmm. and do like joy rides just to look for disinfectant and wipes and all that kind of stuff. So I'm kind of like stocked because we're. I'm a little stir crazy. Like look. we, each and every one of us. The if, next time you find, I got dis- you. Got let you. me know. I'm writing it. And down. here's the thing. Okay, so. Masks too. We 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 on the oh, girl. My priorities have completely shifted since Corona mm-hmm. has reared her ugly ass head. Okay, <laughs> it's like the other day I was in Sam's and I saw this lady with a four count of those jumbo disinfecting wipes. So literally, I'm like looking and staring at her, and I'm like, okay, okay. She's pro- she's looking back at me like. Bitch, what you want to do? Are you going to try to jump me for these wipes? You should ask so I, you I, I was going to, but I was like, I don't want to get too close. Mm. Social distancing. Because mm-hmm. she did not have on a mask. Okay. So I was like, okay, let me go to the, you know, the cleaning section. So I like hauled ass to the cleaning section. All I saw was boxes. She was cleaning. Like when I tell you she was cleaning off those disinfectant wipes, like they were like a prized possession. Because they really are like mm-hmm. in the state of the economy right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, there's shortages. I mean, they're they're producing more. But of course, it's not like it was, you know, pre-corona. And that's just a fact. So it's just like people. They were probably in that boxes. And that's how quick they go. Because my mom even found disinfectant at the Walmart in Mansfield. Like, one random day in the middle of the week. So I was up at the school packing up stuff because I'm moving grade levels. And I was like, hey, mom, I need some crates. And so she <laughs> she went to, she was in the area. So she went to the store to get crates. And then she said she just so happened the same thing. See a lady. She had disinfectants in her hand. Mom was like, where'd you get those? <laughs> and the lady was like, oh, around the corner. And there she saw them in boxes. It's almost as if they don't put them on the shelves. It's like they just keep them in the boxes and it's like finders keepers. Do so you know what? they've been messing up though, like at the, the stores around our house. Okay. Mm-hmm. I've noticed that they haven't been putting a limit number on these disinfecting wipes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just seeing how Texas, cause you know, that's where we reside in the great state of Texas, mm-hmm. seeing how Texas, especially like Dallas Fort Worth is on. Um, I mean the, the cases are on the rise mm-hmm. currently. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, people are just like literally preparing. I hate to say it. I, I pray that it doesn't happen. But pre- preparing for a reinsurgence of, you know, of the coronavirus. Yeah, I, another I, lockdown. I just, so I just keep I saying, not. I just keep saying, keep that same energy that you were yes. on back in March, you know. Yeah. So anytime I go to the store, like even when I'm shopping for groceries, 
I get our fresh meats, like what I plan to cook for the week, all my fresh meats. But then I go into the frozen meat section, and then I buy frozen meat. Those are my reserves, and I put my reserves in the deep freezer. Look, how much frozen meat do you got? I'll pay you for some because did you hear? <laughs> did you hear what's happening? What's happening now? There's like a shortage of like beef. Yeah, which and so like a, a a little tube, like a pound of you know ground beef is going for like six, seven. Like the prices are increasing. Are you serious? I'm like, I think it. I'm I'm not trying to be funny. I I mean I. It's been a while since I've traveled outside of the city, but I've seen quite a few cows you know so it's not is it is it truly a shortage or are they just preparing for i don't know what, what like what what is the explanation i have no i mean i know you're not a rancher farmer but i'm just know. like i don't get it this can, it depends i think it depends on the week because one day i went to heb and they had limit signs like you can only get two fresh meats two frozen meats blah blah blah, mm-hmm. blah. Then the next week or two, I went back and they there took were them no down. signs. So confusing. So I was like, bet, you know, let me stock up today. So it's just hard. You kind of have to have, which goes into, you know, our quarantine hacks. Like, what are you doing to, you know, survive Rona life? Um, you just kind of have to have your little systems, you know. Like, right. I go to the grocery store in the mornings, like on Wednesday morning in the middle six of the o'clock? week. Not six o'clock. Not that early. Okay. Um I would say between 8.30 and 9, I'm on the road. By 9.30, I'm at the store. Mm. Nobody's in there. Um, believe it or not. You know what? Nobody's in there. I'm just going to start driving to Grand Prairie. Yeah, come on. Because everybody. When I tell you there are lines or. Okay. No, at the very beginning, um, there used to be lines outside of Sam's. Mm-hmm. And I would be like. One of maybe 60, 70 people um, standing in front of the Sam's at like 8.30. And so like I would make sure my phone was charged, yeah, completely charged, make sure I didn't have to go pee or anything like that. Because once you lose your spot, you lose your spot. And so I would just like, you know, just sit in line on my phone and wait just to, this is when we were having a, um, a toilet paper shortage, shortage, just to get toilet paper. And, of course, there's no guarantee with, you know, toilet paper even being in stock at Sam. So, it's just, it was it was just a lot. But I have a question for you, okay? Go for it. And, I mean, it bothers me. I understand that it's freedom of speech, freedom of action. We live in the United States. You can do whatever the hell you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, But I went into the store the other day, and I saw, I could probably say maybe 75 percent of the people that were in the store were not wearing masks Mm -hmm. and the rest of us were Mm -hmm. how do you feel about that well I just don't understand where science I mean well I say this because let me just go and say it I don't understand where science becomes political but science has been political. Yeah. How about that? I mean, you're talking about climate change. People, politicians. To me, it's black and white. Politicians arguing about that. Like, Earth is natural. You cannot dictate Earth with policies that don't help her or allow her to breathe. Like, 
i.e. the coronavirus. Yeah, she's going to open season (laughs) because she's natural. Like, and I don't really understand where, you know, protecting yourself and others from a global viral disease that kills people, how you make that about, um, your, your, rights. your rights being taken from you. Excuse me? Well, I have you're a right to away. not be sick. Exactly. You're taking my right mm-hmm. away to not be well. To live. How about that? Mm-hmm. Oh, it infuriates me. It does. I don't I, understand it. I, I, I went to it. a restaurant. I know, I know, I know, I know. Last night. Okay, so let me explain. Yesterday was... You went out to eat, girl. Let me tell you why. <laughs> Yesterday was T's birthday. I'm not... Okay? Oh, my God. He is 40. I gotta call him. I know, but he, um, he's just really chill about it. He's like, oh, it's 40. I'm just, you know, especially with like Corona and everything else. And, you know, of course the legend at the beginning of the year passing away, it's really, that was his favorite player in the whole wide world. It's really just put things into perspective. I mean, it's a perspective that he's always had, but now he's just like, you know what? I'm living, you know, God has allowed me to live another year. That's a blessing. I don't have to do anything big because I feel bad. Like, I don't want to, he he might be listening to this. So I don't want to spoil next year because next year is going to be huge. Yeah, on the popping. Yep. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm praying that I'm putting that out there. Yeah. I'm just hoping that they have, you know, some kind of, I don't know, combatant for the coronavirus. Okay, because... We yeah, all we got stuff planned exactly. for 2021, okay? I'm like, look, babies, everything else. I'm like, I just don't, ugh, I'm over it. But um, so we went in and I made a reservation. And how it went before was like, you know, before Corona, you go in, you, you know, you ask for a patio seat and you could nine times out of 10 have it, yeah. you know? But I guess because the CDC has said that, you know, if you're going to have like these small scale events, we encourage, you know, you to have them at one time. They said this because everything is forever changing. We encourage you to have them outside, but, you know, to social distance Mm -hmm. and to wear masks. Mm -hmm. Right. And hand hygiene. Um, People have been like renting I've noticed like outside venues and things like that more. So there was a party upstairs um, and I wanted to turn around at that desk and be like, okay, well we'll come back another day. Um, But I was like, you know, it's his birthday. I was like, let me see where they're going to sit us. If they sit us far away from someone, which they did, they were like, there was a booth and then a space, a booth and then a space. They did a really good job. Um, I saw waiters with their masks, but our waiter didn't have his mask on. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's when I'm like, um, can y'all get me somebody else? Yeah, my husband, he he looked at me when the waiter left. He's like, um, are, are you nervous? And I was like, yeah, a little bit. And he was like, it's going to be okay. He's like, you prayed about it, literally, <laughs> at the table. And, um... Yeah, I just got nervous. I just it and and that was a where did y'all go? Probably Del Del Frisco's. Del Frisco's, and they didn't have masks on in Del Frisco's. Yeah, and, and, okay. So here's a disclaimer. Huh. I'm calling most out. most of the of the waiters did have masks on. Right? You mm-hmm. see how you're wearing your mask now, and how I'm wearing my mask mm-hmm. because it's hard for us to talk, you know, on a mic mm-hmm. um, with a mask on. Uh, he was wearing it like that. Oh, okay. But if he's but other people were talking in there, other waiters were talking yeah. in their mask just fine. 
Because and, and no judgment to going out to eat. We gotta yeah. do you know, we are just in a different time. Yeah. And if you don't I think mm. that's when it hit me that yeah. we I was like, I was this was a bad idea. Well, like, no, I don't think it was just, necessarily a bad idea. It was the thought. I just it, wanted to do something. Close. Yeah, I mean, because you have something celebratory. I mean, and, and not to take the baton away from what you're saying, but for us, our anniversary, we went out to eat. My nerves were bad. You know, um, we had masks on, but you have to take your mask off to eat. Yep. But everybody in the restaurant had on masks. So for me as a client, really? yeah, for me. Now, guests didn't because we had to eat. But right. as far as the staff, but the staff, I mean, and they had like custom made ones for the restaurant. I like that. Branding. So, yeah. So for me, I'm like, I'm going to our favorite restaurant. It's called Avanti. It's an Italian place in Uptown. And I, yeah, I'm like, I will go back. You know, what I felt safe. Yeah, I felt safe at first. You know, you just when you haven't been out in two and a half months, you're just kind of looking at everybody like I it don't know. Like it was a brand know. new environment. I felt <laughs> like I had never been out before. Yeah, you're like I don't know what it is. <laughs> I was know? like, what do I do? I touch this glass. Okay, they wash the glass. You know, it's it's so weird. It's like I feel like Corona has, and I in some ways good, but in some ways bad. Like permanently, just kind of corrupted my mind. You know, like yeah. there there are good hygiene tips that I feel like my mind needed to be corrupted by. You know, like I learned how to properly use hand sanitizer. I I was using it wrong. What how you what's wrong? You know, you're supposed to like massage it into your hands for at least like twenty to thirty seconds. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I did not know that. Now, do I always do that? No, because no. of time. You just right. kind of put some on, but yeah. Right, Same I had thing no with idea. The hand washing. Yeah, I it's knew hand washing. That was, and and most people say, okay, you just, you know, sing happy birthday. I always said, like, my ABCs, mm-hmm. you know, like twice. That's how I washed my hands. But I mean, either way, it's still effective. Um, but yeah, just good habits. I've always been a hoarder of um, disinfecting wipes yes. and Lysol spray. It's just now we're using more of it. And that's yeah. why I was asking Christine. Where do we get like, Yeah, where do you get this? Because we are just going through it. And then I have two kids under the age yeah. of three. And so it's just like. Well, when we meet up next time, bring you. I'm going to bring you one for my house. Because I'll tell you, um, I have a, a disinfecting wipe subscri- subscription with what? Amazon. But I've had it for like two ever since Kayla was little because you know I'm a freak (laughs) I'm just weird so I have this subscription right so every I have it set up to where every like two months they sit or every three months maybe they send me a set of like four disinfectant wipes I forgot to mention even in the midst of now let me tell you my last shipment Amazon messaged me and was like hey we're out of stock we don't have it and I was like oh man but right before the pandemic happened, they had sent me a set of four. So I had a set right when everything started. But when the next set was supposed to come, they skipped the shipment. Ah. So, but then the other day for my June shipment, I got an email saying, hey, we don't have it. And I was like, oh, man, they're still out. But then the next morning, I guess in the middle of the night, girl, I'm telling you something about the middle of the night, <laughs> bump in the night. I got this email and they were like, oh. Your delivery will be there tomorrow before nine. And so my next four came in. So I got you when we meet up on our next um, podcast meeting. No, girl, please get out of here. I will bring you some disinfectant wipes. So your bestie's a little crazy. I have this subscription and I've had it for at least two and a half years. Because you're smart and I am not that 
forward thinking. I guess I just assumed it's that it I'm would always be ah. You know what I'm saying? I'm a teacher yeah. and I'm exposed to children. I'm exposed to not noses. all Let's the just be time. Honest. Yeah. yeah. You know my immune system. I just can't take it. So <laughs> so I have to do any and everything. Like I'm constantly sanitizing and then my husband he works in a business where he's around people all the time. So I'm always sanitizing stuff around the house and the disinfectant wipes are just easier for me. Now something else that I've gone a little crazy over is disinfectant sprays. Like in yes. addition to the Nutra Air, girl, you should see my collection. It's ridiculous. Because what I do is if I go to the store, even if I went to the store for eggs, I still find myself in that me aisle. Too. Me as well. But I never you know, find it. I'm sorry, y'all. We we doing a whole hour on disinfectant, but this is Rona life. Yes. <laughs> this is this is what it's become. This, this is yes. This is Rona life. Rona hacks. Hey, we're talking about tips. what's important. You what's get your going, life. What's going on right now? <laughs> but um, yeah, I will find myself in there, and then you'll find you know disinfectant is like two dollars and some change, especially right now. I don't know if it's because they're making more of it or what, but. What if we go on another lockdown and the disinfectant goes back up to five, eight bucks? So I feel another time, lockdown coming. I, just I see feel. it. I buy. I purchase. Um, so I'm, I've gone a little crazy on that. And then I ordered, you know, one of those Purell, like, hand sanitizing thing you see in the hospitals. Oh, I've, you I've, you ordered that? I did. I've got it mounted Where in my garage. Where did you get that from, Sam's? Amazon as well. Okay. Now, and it was available? Yes, like back in March. But the refills are mad hard to find so that's what i'm struggling with girl but i want it to be to where if like you come in the garage you pump sanitize then you grab my door and then you come in like that's that's the kind of life i'm trying to or the routine i'm trying to set up for right. my house until this thing becomes what you know until god just says you know he comes down and heals this land which is just i so. really honestly think feel like this is just god just saying have several seats have several seats yeah um, i mean certain things are he allows them to happen right. i don't think he's the no I, no definitely know. not people like he's say, not doing well, it to harm this. us yeah no people like say god uh -uh. did this now god didn't do it uh -uh. but he allows things to happen you know um he he takes his hands off especially when we take our hands off and i think but that's what the devil does for evil god, god will use for, for good, good. And, and, and i feel that, like there's gonna be some good that's coming yeah out of this and we'll talk about that um definitely later on in the cast because you know 2020 it's been that kind of year oh, where you don't know bonkers. if 2020 is your friend or foe but we're gonna get into that but in the midst of quarantine life in the midst of quarantine hacks and all of that this global standstill it's been a season of things just going viral. Everyone is, you know, glued to their technology, you know, because uh, you got nothing else to do. Yeah, you're just at home chilling. And so, in the midst of all that, you know, eyes and ears have been open to pro police brutality. Yeah, there's another and, pandemic and out there. Yeah, we've got two pandemics in the middle of a global pandemic. We've got our own pandemic here on our own shores in the United States of just, you know, police brutality. But this and pandemic has unfortunately it, been occurring for at least 400 years. I yeah. Think we have I mean, just kind of suppressed it. Yeah. I mean, it's been going mm -hmm. on. Um, but now that it's everybody's to a head, everyone's standing still and quiet, mm -hmm. you have no choice but to see it in the front of your face. I right. think African-Americans and, you know, just to put it out there, this is, you know, a, a, a inclusive podcast mm -hmm. for all colors, genders, mm -hmm. um, you know, 
we're for everybody. You know, this is a, um, I guess an equal listener um, podcast, but we are. We don't discriminate. Yeah, we don't discriminate, but we are two African-American women. So, of course, what is happening right now in our country, it is um, troubling. Yeah, it's it's very disturbing um, to us as women, um, as mothers of African-American children. Um, I think that we've all been pretty locked into technology and what's been going on. So I don't think we need to, um, you know, put out the details of what has been happening and what we've all seen. But we definitely want to chime in and just kind of talk about it just a little bit. Um, You know, it's like in less than a month, we're talking about May. May, the Ahmaud Aubrey story came Mm -hmm. out that happened back in In February, February. which was kind of buried. Because of the pandemic, right. I think that they took advantage of the pandemic right. and allowed that to kind of go under the rug. So that becomes exposed. Do you think that I, do, okay, so I'm going to play devil's advocate mm-hmm. here. Okay. Do you think that they just kind of swept it under the rug because of the pandemic or just naturally as humans, I think we can only like function on one big thing at a time. I hate to say it. I, I really feel like if the pandemic were trending even higher than what it did at its i'm not even gonna say it's peak because who knows if we've reached the peak i don't know um but if it trended higher and there was more going on with the pandemic um do you feel as though like people would pay attention i don't i feel like no I feel like it's a, it's just a natural distraction, you know, human distraction. Yes, I, I think that um, it worked to their advantage. It did. That I agree. There with was that. a pandemic. I, agree. I think that if they could have um, kept it swept, and it probably would have remained swept, mm-hmm. um, if the pandemic didn't happen. But because the pandemic, excuse me, did happen. Um, someone was able to take advantage of that also and right. put it out there because right. people were glued to technology. Right. right. But so it, it worked to their advantage, but then it didn't, I think they, I think they wanted it to work to their advantage, but then it did not. Right. Um, and so you, you know, you have that coming out in May and then less than two weeks later, Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> in front of the whole world, yeah. you have George Floyd, Floyd and let's not forget Breonna Taylor. I mean, it's been back to back, but even long before them, there are so many names, unfortunately, that we do not know Some because we they were know. not captured yeah. on videotape. And and I'm I'm not saying that they that this was, you know, uh, or some of these cases were caused by the police. You know, some of these, unfortunately, were just um, some of these individuals, these human beings, these mothers, fathers, brothers, sisters, cousins, they were human beings, um, unfortunately, were the victims of systemic racism. Um, And I feel as though, and I, I tread lightly with that because, first of all, racist, racist tendencies or racism, those words are nothing that you should use lightly. You know, sometimes I hear, you know, people like if someone says, oh, okay, um, the wipes are white, you know, and they'd be like, oh my gosh, what, you know, what are you doing? You're racist. You know, it's not funny. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel as though racism is deeply, unfortunately, rooted in someone's soul and 
unfortunately it is a, a learned, it is, is a learned, um, you know, uh, behavior. Absolutely. And nothing, I, I'm, I'm definitely not trying to shade this generation, this generation marching for what they believe in. There's been tons of protests, peaceful protests, you know, for every riot, there was, you know, rioting going on. Um, there have been peaceful protests, but I feel for the most part, this generation is, this generation, generation has had enough. And I applaud them for doing that. But I, me, as someone that is kind of like transitioning, is that fair to say that we're transitioning and kind of passing the baton? We are millennials, but yeah. there's this, I don't even know, what is the name of this generation behind us? Z? Z. Are what? they Z or X? No, they're not X, Y, Z, 8. I don't know. But we're passing the baton to them. You know, we're getting older. And um, I feel like I don't want them to get their hopes I want them, no, what, wait, let me rephrase myself. I want them to fight for what they believe in, but I don't want them to get discouraged. There you go. When things do not happen as fast as they would like them to happen, you know? And as you talk about that, I think about generations, right? I Mm -hmm. think about, you've got your baby baby boomer, you got generation X, and then you got us, the so-called millennials who are kind of generation Xers just a little bit. That's why we I was, have the generation X mentality. Yeah. That's why I always call myself a zillennial, not a millennial, but a zillennial because we're on that to trademark that. Name. But then, but then on the inside, I feel like I'm a baby boomer too. Like I'm just like an old soul. I don't know. Um, but um, when I think about generations passing on the baton, it's just like, you know, if you're growing up in the 80s and 90s, listen, we, we, we witnessed Rodney King. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we, we knew it was out there, but we did not. Maybe we didn't experience it because there wasn't a social media. Right. Maybe. Well, yeah, there wasn't. There weren't, you know, cell phones popped out every five minutes if something negative happened. So if you lived in maybe like a bubble town, which you and I, we definitely lived in a bubble town. We did not have that exposure. But this generation, it is in their face and what no matter where you live yeah and what's happening to them is that their their frustration with it it's either you are um you know (laughs) there's some that's like well we're not having it so we're going to tear everything up and then you have there's some that are being taught racism and they're like well my daddy didn't like blacks my you know or my so-and-so didn't like whites and my so-and-so before him didn't so i'm not gonna either i mean it is truly a taught behavior i think society and culture social media has an effect on it and i feel like that's why our generation us zillennials i feel like um we were kind of sheltered. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We were kind of sheltered. And I'm, and I'm not saying that we didn't have situations that happened to us. I'm not saying that it wasn't out there. Honestly, I gave someone a breakdown the other day. I said, look, you know, if you think about the last time this country really came together, it was after 9-11, you know, because really growing up, we didn't have um, what we knew to be systematic racism, but it was there. It existed, right? But um, I think as long as black stayed in their lanes yeah. and white stayed in their That's lanes, how it actually, has been throughout. Yeah, I mean, the years. Yeah, My there was no time. drama. Yeah, yeah. But then you know, nine segregation. Yeah, you know, and then nine eleven happens, right? And um, oh well, black people they're not that they're not the threat. They're, they're not the problem. It's the Middle Easterns, the other colored folk on the other side. So what happens is, well, black people were also 
murdered and 9-11 white people were mur- Americans. The threat was not about Middle black or white. Eastern people of Middle Eastern descent were murdered. Murdered also. Yeah. So, so, so at that point, it wasn't in the country. It wasn't no, it wasn't. What am I trying to say? It was no longer about your race or your ethnical background. The threat was, are you American or mm. not? So what happened? The country united mm. under that. United we stand, right? right? So we're all one country of mixed colors. And it's as you, if you're fighting for the flag, we all, we're all down. So everybody became cool, right? But then in 08, in 08, you got a black man running for the mm-hmm. president of the United States. And it's like, well, hold up, wait. We can all be cool. We can all stand against the Middle Easterns who are terrorists, who are attacking our country. But you can't come for the White House. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding? And that... I believe is when it all started. So Megan McCain likes to, she likes to put, uh, I don't know what I feel about Megan McCain. Sometimes she likes to put um, the racial divide on Barack, but it wasn't Barack who put the racial divide out there. It was the fact that we could be united. You can fight for this country. You can put money into the system. You could be a good old American and all that jazz, but you cannot be in the white house. No, it's called the white house for a reason. And I feel like that is when the problem started. And it started with the man who is now <laughs> the president of the okay, United States. So I have a theory about that. Um, I feel like forever in a day that um, race and politics have always, you know, gone hand in hand, you know, or been hand in hand. Like, for instance, like, like I, I am not a conspiracy theorist, but I feel personally that um, that was one of the reasons why JFK and his brother were assassinated. Oh yeah, like oh, back yeah. in the. I, I mean, look, there's no. Yeah, because they were trying to make change. And I and I that there's nothing in stone that has said that or that has proven that. That is just my opinion. But I feel as though that was just my example of um, a brief example of things that, you know, maybe have been political in regards to race that I can't even say the majority, but the people in there are certain people in power that they don't like. And thus, unfortunately, I feel in my opinion that a few great men way back in the day, you know, one happens to be the American president have lost their lives over, you know, mm-hmm. um, over trying to do what's right, trying to do what's right. And and that has to, for me, just doing what is right has no color. You know, if you have a soul, if you have a conscience, you know, like, if you, because I see people talking about animal cruelty every day, and and I'm not when I when I say animal cruelty, there's nothing wrong with loving. I love animals, you know. I could never ever. I mean, purposely. I, I think one time I accidentally ran over <laughs> a bunny rabbit. Yeah. I was with you. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I was like, that's my confession. But it was a wild. I mean, not that it didn't deserve to live. It was a we wild rabbit, and he just kind of jumped under the wheel. I just don't know. Maybe he not trying. Maybe he did not want to be on this. Maybe he oh, he knew what was coming. He's like, you know what? Just f it. <laughs> just oh my. But heavens. like. I feel as though if you could put enough energy to march for animal rights, you know, but then you see your brothers and sisters of other colors, you know, um, suffering, Mm -hmm. you know, um, 
socially, you know, from this systemic racism, you know, certain injustices that are happening. Um, and you don't want to speak up, but you'll speak on behalf of the dogs. That is that. Okay. It's very, to me, it's problematic. Uh-huh. And you have to ask yourself, you know, the question, like, what, like, what side am I on? Am I on the side of the human race? You know what I'm saying? Or am I on team, team me and whatever I believe is important at the moment? Exactly. Um, golly, that is so, that's moving what you just said. I mean, <laughs> you can fight for animal rights, but you don't want to fight for Living, breathing. I mean, they're living and breathing, but humans, just like you. The only thing that's different about maybe, you know, maybe their color. I mean, some of them, unfortunately, I mean, some of them, I mean, are, might be, might even be the same color as you. You know what I'm saying? And might have been, you know, thrusted into this. There's, we could get into so many avenues of, you know, discrimination, you know, by class, discrimination by race, you know, but... All I'm saying is I feel like this is forcing America to take a long, hard look at themselves. Mm-hmm. And I I agree. America is just one of the, the greatest places on earth. You know, that's all I know, you know, as an American. Mm-hmm. But I can't say that I have truly been proud of the history that America has strapped to its back. I can't. I can't say that it's equal justice for all because that's a lie. It's a lie to me. And I mean, this is just my opinion. Um, and everybody is, has a right to their own opinion. Mm-hmm. But I feel as though when the Constitution was created, we were property. Mm-hmm. This constitution was not meant for us, unfortunately. Right. They now it's been amended to the point where they have given us equal, quote unquote, equal liberties. But that doesn't take away the fact that this document mm-hmm. that was written over 200 years ago is still kind of it's ancient in that it doesn't include us. Right. As citizens. And as you talk about that, I think even further back, I mean, globally. And I think that's why there have, there have been so many protests across the world, wherever there are black people or African-American people in dysphoria, like globally, we've never been acknowledged as humans. Like globally, we've always been recognized as property, whether it's here in the States or abroad in Europe. I mean, um, and and America was kind of like, I guess after you know the Europeans settled here, they just the the the, the land was constantly fought over, mm-hmm. constantly for the taking from Native Americans. So there's a lot of healing that's needed in this country for all. I think the best point that you brought up was consideration of humanity. You know, as a mom of a young African American boy who does not see color, who does not stand color. He doesn't even know he's supposed to act a certain way around certain people. When he goes to the park, 
he sees a little kid, whether it's a black kid, white kid, whatever. I see a kid and he just starts playing with the kid. And, you know, children don't know it. And the sad part is a lot of times in African-American homes, we have to teach our kids about it after they've been subjected to some sort of racism done on the other part. Usually our children and I'm I'm I don't want to make statements that, you know, folks can take and run with it. Like I love all kids. I'm an advocate for children. All children. That's what you do for a living. Whatever as long as your your blood is red, I'm an advocate for you, right? right? Um but children are taught that behavior. They just they just don't know until they come face to face with it in a negative way and so it's very hard you know he loves police officers he'll wave them down if he sees one and as a mom you know and I've had a police officer tell me he's such a cute kid and and while you know that sometimes may make people smile I'll be honest it made me kind of nervous because I was like you know, but when is my son no longer going to be cute to you mm. do you think my husband's cute is my husband mm. cute? You know what I mean? Like he's a cute kid now. I hope he's always cute to you. Like those are the things that I think of. I mean, he will flag an officer down, you know? Um, but I don't want to get, I don't want any of the statements that I'm making today to be mistaken from one community helper to another. We're not anti-cop. We're not anti-police. I actually feel um, a lot of, you know, there's a lot of discussion about defunding and, I wrote a little piece the other day and I just, I just don't think that um, defunding is a solution. I think, you know, in in education, you know, you achieve your certification to teach and that is not a one-time deal. Um, Your certification requires continuous professional development throughout your career. So I feel like if anything, um, more funding is needed for police. They need racial bias training, mental health training. I've seen a lot of videos where you can see on the footage, just clear frustration and anger was it the defiance like what sets them off so um it's almost like you know if a parent is disciplining a child and a child um disrespects them does that give you ammo to be more volatile to the child as an educator when a child tells you no or is defiant to you do we get to handle children that way or not even children Young people, do we get to handle them that way? No, no. We are disrespected. We are challenged. We are questioned in almost every angle. There are lawmakers who make decisions for us and they've never even taught in a classroom. But there are certain behaviors, codes, ethics that we must follow. And I think that should be the same for the police officers. Um, You know, one size doesn't fit all. I think technology is needed for simulation training. um, And they need to look at what's hostile or life threatening versus what's not. You know, I understand each situation may vary, but eating ice cream on your couch, that is not a hostile or life threatening situation. Sleeping in your bed, that is not a hostile or life-threatening situation. And these are things that have happened. People have done these average, everyday, normal things and have lost their lives under the hand of a police officer. So, I mean, I could go into deep depth, more detail about, you know, defunding, because I know there's a big, you know, argument about that out there. But um, ultimately, and it's like I told a friend the other day, um, I think we all want the same thing. 
Um, I think it's going to take a nation, a host of ideas to come up with a solution for it because they're, they are needed. They are needed. But I feel like there has to be some reformation. We have an officer that's stationed at our school. I'm appreciative for that man. I'm so glad that he's there to protect us and the kids from interesting wild people who come on campuses and hurt <laughs> innocent children. Um, so I, I'm an advocate for that man being there, you know, as an educator and, and working with the public, I've had items stolen from me and I've had assistance with a police officer and retrieving my items back. So I will never say that they're not needed. That's my opinion. We're all welcome to have it, um, to have ours. Um, I'm not going to say they're not needed, but I do think there are some things that need to be done differently. Mm-hmm. But even right now in Atlanta, they're not happy with the charges on those two officers and they're protesting in their own way. They're not responding to calls. They're calling in sick for work. You know, they're expressing their right to to protest, I guess. I kind of saw that coming. I kind of did. They're tired and frustrated. I feel as though um, as frustrated as everyone is on both sides, I feel like we have to look at it from one another's point of view. Um. Like, for instance, us as, I'm going to say that, yeah, we're just we're just regular citizens, but um, we have to look at it. These police officers are probably overworked. I, I don't know if there's a shortage of cops. I know there's a shortage of cops in Dallas, for sure, but there's mm-hmm. probably a shortage of cops in, you know, in Atlanta, wherever you go, um, and they, they're tired. They're tired. They don't know. They, they're only going... They're only going based on, you know, what they've been taught. Um, does it need to go further? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, that that is what I think is coming to light. And I think your op-ed hit it right, the nail right on the head. Um, but do I think that um, violence is the way in either situation? No. 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 Not at all. No. And that's, you brought up a point about the trainers. Well, who are they? Who are they? Are they the officer, the vet that has a great trigger record? Is that who is that who the trainer is? If anything, it should be the opposite, mm-hmm. you know. And I know that there are some hostile situations out there that they have to. And use And we're not cops, so we don't know what they, yeah. what they face you on know, a daily God bless basis. Them. And I, I love cops; they help keep us safe. Yeah. So whether you like it or not. Um, but you know, yeah. As far as the trainers, I mean, if anything, it should be ones that can handle hostile situations that have a less least trigger rate you know um your trigger rate should not be the determining factor if you're the training officer and what happens is a lot of these young rookies come in and the old vet says well this is the way it goes this is how you handle this group and this is i mean it's clear Mm -hmm. just like at the house and how people raise their children these vets are raising the next generation of police officers to keep doing the same systematic bias and that's what I was telling Behavior. you mm-hmm. earlier about it's a learned thing, mm-hmm. I feel. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, the, the reform has to start at the top and work its way down to the bottom. That's what I feel. Yeah. That's so, my piece. There has just been a lot going on. You know, man, we started this year off with this podcast, you know, um, excited and we're still excited. But, you know, it's been a it's been a it's been a roller coaster, you know, 2020, you know, we, we, we rang in the new year and then, you know, we had Kobe Bryant and then we had the pandemic and just different things. Um, but I'm hoping, you know, and it makes you question is, is 
2020, our friend or foe, we're, foe, we're in foe, June. Foe, <laughs> foe, a lot of you say foe, foe right me now. Me and that bitch right now, don't get along. <laughs> 2020 <laughs> is a psycho bitch, and I'm just so over her bullshit. I really am not here right now for 2020. Um, the only way that I would ever be here for 2020 <laughs> or what's left uh-huh. is if, I'm not trying to make this political, but if you do what you're supposed to do in November, we'll say okay. that November 3rd and things change. Get out there and vote. And this is, I mean, this is a sidetrack. We're in Texas. We've got local elections coming up in July. Don't sleep on that. If you want your vote. voice to be heard locally, you've got to get involved you in that. You can't complain if you don't vote. Local voting is just as important you have as a the voice. presidential election, guys. Exactly. Please. Um, but yeah, is 2020 our friend or foe? Erica says, no, she's a foe. We don't want nothing to do with her. We're halfway there, guys. We're in June. Um, and I'll leave you with this, you know, you know, and I don't know what everyone's background is, but in James 1, uh, chapter 1, verse 12, it says, Bless is the one who perseveres under trial because having stood the test that the person will receive the crown of life that is promised to those who love him. So, you know, when I hear that, we are in a test right now, globally. Yes. yes. We can ask ourselves, why are we here? How did we get here? All of that. There's something we needed to look at. Man, I could do without all the world calamity. I could do without looking at the news and seeing mm-hmm. that 117,000, am I saying that right? 117,000, excuse me, people have died or, you know, have been affected by the coronavirus. I can do without the calamity, but there's something clearly that we need to tap into. And I'm just hoping that's the friend that we find in 2020, you know, after withstanding the test and withstanding the trial, you know, everybody seek perseverance, you know, you know, this is a time to, you know, start a podcast. How about that? We started a podcast. This is a time to enrich yourselves with literature. This is a time to educate yourself. Spiritually, this is a, mentally, yeah, physically. All of that. Physically. Because I've is, gained 15 pounds. Probably. Okay, girl, don't even get me started on that. <laughs> but this is a time to, if you've got some time that's freed up because of everything that's happened, invest in yourself. So that way you can come out on top and you can say, even though that girl 2020 started off as a foe, she ended up being my friend somehow in a crazy okay, way okay, at the end. We're going to try okay. to make her a friend. She'll fall right now, but just, we're going to try to enrich ourselves, <laughs> <laughs> enrich ourselves, empower ourselves, and hopefully come out and make her a foe, a friend, not a foe at the end of it. <laughs> yeah, I'll give us, I'll give you two claps. <laughs> so we hope you guys have enjoyed our cast today. It's been a while. We had so much to talk about. We'll definitely be back very soon with all of our mommy convos over cocktails. And if you like the ish that we're talking, be sure to hit the subscribe button. Okay, go ahead and press that button, girl press it you know you want to you know you want to we'll see you guys next time thanks for joining us bye bye